Alright guys, we are super excited. The vet draft is behind us. The rookie draft is in front of us. I transferred everybody over into ESPN. That was super fun to do twice. Uh, we won't talk about that today though, but on today's show we're going to have a visit from the legend himself, Ty, the other mathematician. Uh, some short vet recap and then we're not going to talk about rookies because they don't matter. So let's get into it. All right, guys, sweet. So last weekend we had the veteran draft. That was a ton of fun. Thank you so much, Britain, for hosting for the Nugs. Mm. I thought about dedicating this entire show to a review of Kathy's desserts. Because I mean, <laughs> we, we all know Chick-fil-A is delicious. It's so good. But Chick-fil-A is still here, and Kathy's desserts are not. And so when they travel to me, I eat too many of them and get a tummy ache. <laughs> but it was worth everything so uh thank you shout out to kathy for the cake balls specifically that was ridiculous oh yeah kathy's cake balls and sarah's cake balls both because sarah made some as well the, the white ones those are sarah oh yeah i didn't realize that those were unreal too yeah i, I felt sick yeah i mean i i ate okay so i ate four of the white ones and then at the saturday draft i had three football shaped oh, cake yeah. balls those and are then, kathy yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Sunday draft, there was more cake balls, right? Yeah, a lot of cake balls. There was a lot of cake balls. A lot of cake. I feel like a cake. I'm I'm a cake ball. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you so much for that. So, let me give you guys the audio uh, that we recorded with Ty. We actually just literally took him down into the basement and strapped him in and forced him to record it. Uh, so, we recorded this literally five minutes after the draft yep. finished. So, uh, take a look with the, or listen to this uh, exclusive interview with Dad himself. Okay, guys, we got Ty Cook in town. He drove up for the two drafts, and that's just, that's dedication. And one weekend. And one weekend. Just in one weekend. Draft, Big deal. Draft weekend. Stomach probably wrecked like mine. <laughs> I, Very I'm like, much. I'm, I, I actually kind of feel sick. Like, I think I might call into work tomorrow. Gonna need a stomach pump. So. Do me nugs. A stomach pump. <laughs> do me nugs. Yeah, the, nug, the nugs can get you. Uh, okay, so what we wanted to do is we just wanted to do instant reactions to the draft. So the draft literally ended 20 minutes ago, ended early, which is phenomenal because, good God, five yes. hours. I would have died. Oh, and I, I got to drive six and a half hours. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. <laughs> uh, so, and you won't have a new episode of this to bide your time. Yeah. Nope. I mean, yeah. Just have to re-listen to all of them. That would be... <laughs> push you up. them all on Put the I'm going to push you up on Anchor, <laughs> that, you know? Really, really appreciate that. Just loop that. <laughs> I'm looking All to day. I'm looking to quit my job <clears throat> next year to be a full time <laughs> to make this go full time. So donations are accepted. Yes, um, and sponsorship. Sponsorship. Yeah. Well, Griffin paid us last week, so I think the uh, current sponsor still is trying to work out their finances. Yeah. Their, the situation. They, they need a they need a, a cash like a money order because we don't we don't <laughs> trust them. I don't trust a check from our current sponsor. But anyway, uh, so we wanted to do instant reactions. Draft just finished. Uh, so the first section we wanted to cover was the first round cheek and i had kind of had some conjecture about how it would play out uh what do you guys think about the first round did it play out kind of like you expected uh i thought it played out kind of how i expected it other than that the ordering of the first about eight picks i think went a little different than i thought but the top eight was about where i thought they were who do you think would have in your mind, who was most like not wrong, but who was who was your least expected? Like, did you expect like Lev Bell to go earlier? I expected him to go way earlier. That's yeah. where I was the most surprised that he dropped all the way to to cheek. So, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I was, <clears throat> in my mind, I was like, going into this draft, like, I'm going to get Alvin Kamara because he's the most likely person to be available at the seven. And then when Lev Bell fell to me, I was like, am I making the wrong choice? <laughs> right. Why is this yes. happening? Yeah. Like, I have not played Nobody this scenario likes- through my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I was so surprised that I was in shock. And I think it showed in the rest of my draft. Um, but... <laughs> Nonetheless, yeah, I, I think uh, like the, you and Joey, your picks. We, I, I kind of thought that that's yeah. how it would play out. I was surprised to see OBJ go in the three. Yeah. Um, not that it's a bad pick, but I'm surprised Corey didn't go DeAndre Hopkins. Um, mm. or that Antonio, or Antonio Brown so late yeah, as well. That like, was the other one that was weird. Um, well, Antonio is a little bit older. I mean, he's 30 yeah. now, but he doesn't really show any signs of stopping, and so it's kind of like at. I almost jumped on that train in the two slot. Yeah. Because I was just like, this dude will, like, Antonio Brown gives you a similar positional advantage to a running back one, like to Zeke, to Todd Gurley. And Mm -hmm. he will last longer than those guys, even though he's 30. So it was tempting. It was tempting. So I I am surprised that he slid so far, but I can get it because of the age. Yeah. But yeah, I I think other than that, yeah, I agree. Kind of reordering the first eight might have played out in my head, but we didn't see anything too crazy in my mind. Yeah. No, like, uh, Gronk grab in the first round. Yeah, thankfully. which wouldn't uh, if it would have happened, I would have just been like, "Whoa!" It would have been Joey. Yeah, but I. So been Joey. <laughs> yeah, I will say that sound that sleeper makes when you like make a surprising <laughs> reach. It just goes like, "Wow!" That happened like three times when Joey was Only picking. On Joey's oh, it, it happened. It happened for the third time, and he was like, "I just got to turn the sound off on my computer." <laughs> he was done being judged by the machine. <laughs> We have no confidence in you. <laughs> yeah, the machine was not about Joe's picks. <laughs> All right, uh, next oh. next question for you guys. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the third round. Do you think it's too early, Cheek, or does it seem like it fits? I definitely think it's too early um, because it wasn't like there was like a rush of quarterbacks after. Aaron Rodgers is great. He's obviously a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's great for fantasy. But like the, some of the players that – she had to pass on to get him, um, I think, carry more value. And I definitely think she could have gotten him in the fourth. Um, but I know that Sarah loves Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> True. Um, so it didn't surprise me. It was one of those where I was like, I know she's going to get him. She's going to reach. And in a dynasty league, especially if you love a guy, right. <clears throat> like for right. me, it was luck. And then Ty sniped him, like the terrible person that he is. <laughs> That's uh, what I do. Two leagues, one weekend, he destroyed right. all my hopes and dreams. I came all the way from South Carolina <laughs> to ruin your life. But because Sarah loves Aaron Rodgers, it didn't surprise me. And I don't think it's too much of a reach to say like, oh, that was a bad pick. It's not a bad pick, but it is a little bit of a reach. Yep. Go for it. Yeah, I, I think the value might have been a little bit of a reach, but... As Cheek's saying, if you want him, go get him. Yeah. And yeah. you've got him, you know, and it's a dynasty league. So, you know, because I had the same, I somewhat the same idea with Andrew Luck. You know, I probably grabbed him maybe a little early, but I want a quarterback that I can trust for another 10 years, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, definitely. Yep. Uh, okay. Roast of the draft. <laughs> Credit goes to Jason LaRoe. After Joey picked like three giants in a row, Jason credited him with Napoleon syndrome. Uh, that was just, that was just 
far, far and away the most savage thing that's yes. ever been said. Yeah, full roasting. Yeah, so that was phenomenal. I didn't really. That, that's just. I just wanted to document that for for <laughs> so posterity. That we can remember this. Yeah, remember so, that's yeah right. so that we remember. Uh, the actual next segment was trades during the draft. We didn't yeah. actually have any go through. Yeah. I know that Griffin and Cheek were working on one, or not Griffin, Griffin and Cheek, and Chris. Griffin and Chris, and Matre also kind of made it like a BS move because he offered Griffin a trade. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Offers him a trade. Griffin goes, "Yeah, I accept," and then Matre goes, "Never mind." <laughs> and I was like, what? "You're a turncoat." What? Like, <laughs> You're a turncoat. Like, what is that? Uh, so. Reactions on Matre and his cowardice. <laughs> I, I I don't understand draft in draft trading at all uh, because I don't think that much about the draft. I'm terrible at this apparently. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, it didn't surprise me at all because everything with Griffin and Chris I feel like is a joke. Yeah, uh, and I don't think Chris actually meant it. So I don't know. You think he was just trolling Griffin just yeah, to find, figure out if he would yeah. actually accept a trade yeah. in the middle of the draft Pretty just much. to get him? Yeah. Or Chris uh, got scared because he realized scared. how terrible decision it right. was. He did offer off. It was a terrible decision. Did he realize <laughs> that he was just he was he was going to trade with Griffin, and then that realization hit him and said, "Oh man, I'm trading with Griffin. <laughs> right? I don't want to do this. <laughs> Wait a minute." Delete. Yeah. Uh, so the other actual trade that was, and I, I guess I wasn't in the dining room, but so Britton came over to me in the eighth round at the front of the eighth, and he wanted Aaron Jones, who I took in the back of the sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like Aaron Jones for the long play. I think he's the best running back in Green Bay. Uh, I think he's going to do really well. Two games doesn't scare me in the dynasty perspective. So yep. I, I kind of reached for him a little bit, and I'm glad that I got him. Britt comes over. He wants to trade, and he had the 8.1. He offered me the 8.1 and another pick. And I kind of thought about it for like 30 seconds. And then I was like, I like, that's just not how I like, like, I don't do trades. I'm like, Oh, I've memorized all these things. Like when I do a trade, it's like, I got to go home and like get my spreadsheets out and try and like do some math, figure out what I want a little bit about it. Yeah. Really got to bring the Lord in. Uh, So, so I was just kind of like, I kind of froze and was like, dude, I'm not going to figure this out in a minute and a half. And I don't want to piss everyone off here. But uh, so what would, what would it have taken for you guys? Just kind of gut reaction. Got an eighth round pick and what for Aaron Jones? It would have been hard for me uh, because I, I agree with you. I think Aaron Jones is going to inevitably be the starter in Green Bay, and he's young and he's a he's a talent, and it's a dynasty league. Right. Um, so in order for me to like get something like that, it would have to be like the eight dot one, and you know, depending on who Britain's seventh round pick was taking his seventh pick oh um, i didn't even think of that taking so yeah. a player he already had on his roster yeah because then at least you get some like assurance of okay this is a guy i'm getting whereas you know if you say okay i'll take your eight one in your ninth round well the ninth is the nine twelve right that's a long time between right? those yeah. picks um so I, yeah it I, I don't like trading unknowns yeah yeah, I so. yeah. At, at that point in the draft we're into some pretty deep deep bench right. yeah. players and it would have taken a lot of deep, deep bench players. <laughs> many, so many re- picks. Many, many yeah. picks. You know, or even maybe going to the rookie draft and getting a pick mm, there, potentially. Should have just gotten you know, Saquon out of it. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I'm just, num- number one rookie draft, that's, that's all I'm looking chance. for. It's, it's right there. I really blew it. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's where I would have probably gone next. 
cool. Yeah, I froze, so I just had my brain <laughs> just like shut down. Like I realize I now that I maybe could have like tried to see how much he wanted him, but I, I like Aaron Jones, so I'm not like sad that I didn't yeah. make the pick. Yeah. Now, if he would have come over for someone on my roster that I like really don't like, I would have been like, let's get this guy out of here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's get into the last piece here before we let Ty drive back to South Carolina. Uh, give me your number one mo- or uh, that's a word weird way to word it. Give me your most regretted pick from your roster. Your least favorite. Your least favorite that pick. That sounds favorite. more logical than <laughs> most regretted. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Give me the pick that right after you picked it, like three picks later, you were like, what did I just do? Oh, yeah. I, I have mine easily. And I, 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 this one, I'm happy I have it because I'm hoping I can do something with it. I picked Quincy Inunua. And I know you're thinking... He's not that bad. I have Robbie Anderson. Why Why <laughs> yeah. do I believe in the Jets? Dude, the stack. What am I thinking? Oh, I got Robbie Anderson's handcuff? <laughs> right. Why? Why did I do that? But the only good part about that pick was apparently I sniped him from Corey. Ooh. And that to me is like, hey, I know Corey picked up Corey Coleman shortly after. I'd probably rather have Corey Coleman than Quincy Nunwa, who's going to sit on my bench unless Robbie Anderson dies, which is a good <laughs> right. chance. Possibility. Uh, but... So, yeah, I'll put that out there. Corey, if you're listening, let's talk, because I'd, I'd be interested. All right, so, I like it. Turning my regrets mm-hmm. into maybe a bigger regret. Hey, that's the way to there do it. Go. I think I read a book on that once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ty, give me your least favorite pick. Uh, mine would either be Mark Ingram in the fourth. Might have been a bit Ooh, of a yeah. reach, considering that I only had two running backs and a tight end at the time. Uh, going for a running back that's not going to play the first four weeks of this season, but uh, it might have been a bit of reach there. And uh, but I eventually got the wide receivers, and I probably could have maybe gone, but I got the wide receivers I could have at the turn, anyways. But the only other one was my picked Andy Dalton as a backup quarterback. <laughs> I was also like. I don't know why I'm yeah. picking Dalton. <laughs> like, what did I just do? Uh, I, like I could have had, like, Trubisky or somebody else. And <laughs> somebody with some promise. Just, yeah. <laughs> Someone who's actually, like, coming up instead like, of heading out on their yeah, career. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, like, well, well, you know, low floor guys always good to have around. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's around. really what you want. What? You want no upside low and a low floor. All the time. So... Yeah, uh, I'm just hoping AJ Green doesn't like you know disappear and then. He's well, but then too. then John Ross will be better than AJ Green and per Tyler. Be the best pick of the draft <laughs> per Tyler Griffin. Oh, per Tyler I mean, Griffin, hands down, that's a hot take. That's yeah, exactly what you need. Uh, yeah, mine was Danny Amendola because <laughs> Danny Amendola. I was like in my mind, I was like, if Danny Amendola plays, he is startable. Like he's a fit. And then I was like, that was when Tom Brady's yeah, on the right? ball. He's on the Dolphins now. Yep. So and nobody's throwing the ball there. I don't. Right. Uh, no they way. don't have Maybe a Hill no or I, I, I don't even. Know. <laughs> Whoever it is, Jay Cutler's coming back. Of Ryan Dude, Tannehill. if Jay, if Smoke and Jay Cuddy came back, that'd be the best thing <laughs> that could happen for Danny Amendola. Uh, but yeah, and the fact that I also had I, Frank Gore was questionable, but we'll hope he gets me through until Aaron Jones can play. I believe. I believe I in Frank. The I've had take, Frank maybe. for two years in a row, and everyone all every single time I get chirped yep. like Frank Gore's always oh, knees are gonna break, yep. and then he just trucks yep. and he just falls forward mm-hmm. 20 times a game and get you a touchdown every once in a while and he's either going to put up 13 points or 10 points yeah yep so hopefully he can still that do that in miami it's not like he was doing it on a great team last year because no, the colts they were, were not so garbage. bad they were so bad <laughs> so last i mean year. he's basically in the same situation so i think that's okay but yeah danny amendola not really psyched for how that's going to pan out 
So if anyone really wants Danny Amendola, I'd be looking to move him for a bag of chips or two. <laughs> uh, no, but he, yeah, yeah. So that that was by far my most regretted. But you know, yeah. we all we all make we mistakes. all make bad decisions. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I mean, yeah. how many Griffin b- made like twelve? 12. That's true. Twelve from 12 mistakes. from round. Uh, <laughs> When did he take? Actually, wait, no, sorry. I was gonna say he made the worst pick of the draft, but Matre took Des Bryant. Oh yeah, I forgot about in like that. in like the eighth. Like we're in still picking starters. Yeah, <laughs> still picking and he, starters. And he's like Des. Des then the, then the draft finished. He goes, oh, Des Bryant's got a bye week one. He's got a bye every week. <laughs> yes, yeah. right now he doesn't have a team. He is yep. unemployed. Nobody's playing. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, Ty, thank you for giving us yes. your instant reactions to the draft. Mm-hmm. Thank Kathy for making all those ridiculous treats. Yes. I have a large tummy ache from cake pops alone. <laughs> I just can't stop eating cake thank, pops. Thank I'm gonna Ka- go eat another one, yeah. and I already feel bad. Thank Kathy for letting me come here. Oh, yes. that's yes. the real. That's the thank real you, one you gotta think. Thanks for unhooking Ty's leash. Oh my week. gosh! Oh my God, come on. <laughs> okay, great. Well, it's Ty, a long one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's so many places my mind is going, and I just need to stop it. I just gotta stop. I just have to. It's supposed to be a family-friendly show. <laughs> what? <laughs> when is it family friendly? I mean, it's like Wyborski family friendly. All you, yeah, all you I'm other, Hannah can't hear anything. All yet, you so conservative parents right. who don't like, you know, cuss words. I have to put my headphones in to listen to this podcast so yeah, children you, don't hear things. Yeah, you so. probably do. Yeah, that's good. That's a good call. Uh, yeah, Hannah never listened to this. Okay, uh, Ty, thanks for coming up. Thanks for recording with us have a safe drive home thank you and uh hopefully you will hear this on about thursday this week awesome thanks ty thank you so much for recording that with us that was a blast having you on uh so now we're going to jump into just a quick veteran recap with the remaining of our time so we just want to kind of like recap a couple of the things that we noticed from the veteran draft that we thought would be fun so let's just jump right into it uh First, kind of like observation, what do you think the biggest reach of the draft was, G? <laughs> so this one, I think everyone in the draft saw it, except for one person, and that's Tyler Griffin. <laughs> he took John Ross in the 808, and I know you're thinking, that's not that bad. That's, at least that's what Tyler Griffin's thinking. We looked it up. ADP for Dynasty Rankings has John Ross going at the 1308. Oh my god. Took him five rounds earlier. <laughs> five! There were so many. Corey Clement was available. Kelvin Benjamin was available, who is the one. Don't get me wrong, he's not on a great team, and he's not the fastest man in the world, but he's at least the one and on it, his team. And he's at least done it before. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Literally, John Ross is just straight hype. Yeah, and he, we all know how fast. we all know how Bengals hype goes. Oh yeah, it's which is never po- good. Poorly, team runs through AJ Green. So that is true. <laughs> that is a hundred percent true. Uh, so I, I think that is a phenomenal pick. I'm gonna have to go with Mark Ingram mm. by Ty. So Ty took him in the beginning of the fourth. He's going in like the front of the sixth, like end of the fifth right now. Yep. And, and to me, the reason that this is such a big reach is it's basically a I don't want to win. For four weeks. Yeah. He's out for four weeks, right? He's Yeah. He's not just injured. He is suspended. Yeah. I he's mean, not on the field. Yeah. There's no chance he like, he like oh, miraculous recovery. Like, God can't help you here, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just hosed. Uh, so, yeah. I think that was I think that was a bold reach. Maybe, maybe it'll work out. Maybe. The, the other thing for me is I just kind of have a hard time believing that the Saints can support Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara to the point that they did last year. Like, that just seemed crazy on the back half of the season. Yeah. How much they were producing through the running back deci- de- uh, 
uh, team. What's it called? Group? Position? Oh, position. Oh, yeah, I was that's it. so hard. <laughs> uh, it was just like crazy to me how much they were producing through the running back position. I don't. I don't know if they can keep it up. If they can, then it'll be a great pick. Yeah. Uh, next year. It will. If, I mean, Mark Ingram's pretty old, so <laughs> that's true. He might not play. So yeah, that that's why to me that was the biggest reach. Yeah. Um, so on the exact opposite side of that, who was the biggest value of this draft? For me, I think it is Peyton Barber. Uh, I can't remember who took Peyton Barber. Let me let me let's pull it up here real quick. But Peyton Barber was taken in like I, th- I believe it was the tenth round. Peyton Barber was taken, and I, I think he's a big value because. Ronald Jones is not looking good. Uh, it was Jason's pick. Uh, so Ronald Jones is not looking good right now. After Peyton Barber, or with Peyton Barber, is Jaquiz Rogers, who they clearly don't believe in. They really don't. He'll like, have great weeks, and they're just yeah. like, all right, cool, we're never yeah, going to give you the keep, ball again. They keep getting rid of him. Right. Um, he's like the ex-girlfriend that just won't give up. <laughs> but, so, but they do have Charles Sims. I don't think Peyton Barber is hurt by him though i think peyton barber can actually be the guy there and i think ronald jones might just be one of those uh buccaneers picks that they regret down the road so yeah i mean you heard you heard it from me on saturday (laughs) ronald jones is a bust and then i proceeded to draft him. yeah yeah i think he's looked honestly just horrible in the preseason he's not i mean he didn't he rush for negative yards in the second week he had more carries than he had yards. That's right. He had like eight yeah. carries for seven yards. Yep. Which is always what you want to see from your rookies in the yep. preseason. That's always promising. So, yeah, not off to a hard, hot start there. Uh, Peyton Barber does look like a pretty good value. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who is not popular. And that's <laughs> and that's new reformed fit Rob Kelly. Don't uh, don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and the reason is is explicitly this. It's not that Rob Kelly is great. It's that everyone else who can run the ball in Washington is injured. So much so so that they went out and drafted the total bust of Adrian Peterson. (laughs) And yes, I did just call Adrian Peterson a bust. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, but in his post-Hall of Fame career life, (laughs) he's a bust. Like, 2018 AP, total bust. You know, the Hall of Fame career thing aside. (laughs) I mean, I get it. He's like a first ballot Hall of Famer. But uh, he's going to do nothing. Uh, I, I don't. I think he's literally there just to break into the top ten of rushing yards all time, and then which he'll, is like thirty yards. Right. I, yeah. I think he'll if he gets. I, yeah. I think he needs a hundred and thirty yards. Yeah. So give him one good game, and I he'll retire on the spot. I mean, he's got no guaranteed money. He's got nothing in there. That game. is true. Yeah. So uh, he's temporary, and he knows it. So that's right. I mean, they literally signed him a contract for zero dollars guaranteed one year. Yeah. It's like a couple million dollars. Like, I actually wouldn't have been surprised if his agent was like, can we just get 130 yards out of this? And they were like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, sure. Everyone else, it. everyone else is hurt. <laughs> uh, so that that's my uh, that's my value of the draft. I like Rob Kelly this season. I don't think AP is going to take him over. Uh, all right. So this is more uh, just related to exclusively the league and how our drafts went. So obviously uh, – We've had a little bit of time to digest and take a look at the rosters, know how we feel about our rosters with these bigger roster sizes. Uh, who do you think came out with the strongest veteran draft? I think it is so easy to see this one. I think uh, We agree, I think. Yeah, yeah no, we do. We, we do for sure. Okay, good. Because it's John Neffley. Yes. The man got three running backs that are all pass-catching running backs... And they're only in their second year. 
Yeah, that's the crazy thing to me. Is like, like it's not like he got a bunch of like, oh wow, those guys are pretty good, but like they might retire. Like yeah. he got like the three all star like breakout running backs from last year. He got Alvin Kamara, yep. Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, who are all looking to move into like just huge Monster roles in their teams. Yeah. And so I don't know how we let this. This is our fault. I'm mad at myself. How did we let this happen? I wanted Camara. I, I will say <laughs> I wanted Camara. I, I, I voiced it on the podcast. I said I want Camara, yeah. and then John. I, was, I won't him. say I won't say kind things or mean things, but he did he did snipe him. He so. he he is a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that was yeah. I I 100 agree. I think his running backs are super strong. Even his wide receivers, which like he didn't you know. So John had that funny draft where he had three picks in the first two rounds and then nothing until the sixth. Yeah. And honestly, the receivers that he was able to snag after that were like pretty solid. Like Emmanuel Sanders, Devin Funches, and John Brown. Like they're all those guys that are. No one is, like, certain that they're going to do good things. But, like, yeah. there are people that believe in John Brown because kind of, like, who else are they going to throw the ball to in Baltimore? It's like, yeah, he's old. And, yeah, Joe Flacco is, like, the most washed up that a quarterback could be besides Eli <laughs> Manning. But, like, there's really no one else there to catch the ball. Funches probably looking to have a down year but, like, can do it. Like, we know he can produce. And then his tight end snag of Jordan Reed, Dude. which I know that's, like, that's a riskier tight end. But, like, let's say that pans out. I think Jordan Reed yeah. is one of the few guys that can enter, like, Gronk level. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's pretty ridiculous. And then he's got D.D. Westbrook, who I really like. Uh, picked up Mitch Trubisky, like, young quarterback up in Chicago looking to do good things. Like, just all around, a, I think, a great draft. And, like, you look yeah. through his bench, he's got a lot of young talent. That just like could break out. I think John drafted very well. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know what source he has, but I want in on it. He, I, so. I swear he has like he's gotten into witchcraft. <laughs> it's like it's sometimes it's the only thing that makes sense to me. I just don't. It was such a good draft. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the exact other side, who do you think had the weakest draft? <laughs> so this one's gonna be a pretty hot take, and I know we're gonna get some feedback on it. Because this person is not going to be happy that I say this. <laughs> but it's Jason LaRoe. Yes. All right, so, he, so hear spicy. me out. Jason, before you start freaking out, just pull the car over and breathe. He's going to pause driving, the podcast and send in a response right now. He, I know he's angry already. But this is why. And you know, you know why I'm saying this, Jason. <laughs> you have Marshawn Lynch, who I don't believe will stay with the Raiders when they move to Las Vegas. He's an Oakland boy. I think that's the only reason he's there. In regardless, he's old. <laughs> then you have Doug Looking to have a good season, though, theoretically. Yeah, I, I think... here I, I will say this. All of his guys will have a good year. But I think the career's <laughs> over shortly. Uh, then he has Doug Baldwin, who I actually do believe in. I don't think he's going to retire after this year. I think he'll still carry value for at least a year or two. But he is getting old again. But he's one of those guys who, like, if he retired this year, he'd be like, ah, right, yeah, yeah you kind of see it coming. Then you have Larry Fitzgerald, who has openly said <laughs> this is his last year. <laughs> then you have Chris Hogan, who I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. He's old, but he's just a patriot, so you never know what they're going to do. And then you paired Chris Hogan up with Gronk, who both need Tom Brady. And I don't know if Tom Brady has got much longer. Don't get me wrong. He's on my team, so that sucks. <laughs> Hated drafting him. And then you have Alshon Jeffrey, who might be out and is old. Right. <laughs> Most of your team is like pushing forty. He said that he said openly that he was openly drafting thirty-year-olds. I know, and I, I thought that was like, oh, that's just how my first three picks worked out. And I thought then it was he a just, joke. And then he just continued to do it. Yeah, he just kept doing it. He did. He did have Peyton Barber, so I'll g I gave you that. 
to, to hurt you with this. Now, do you think... Okay, so so part of me... Like, Jason's a gamesman. Oh, yeah. I kind of wonder if, just for the thrill of it, he, draft, <laughs> he drafted a bunch of old guys that would start off hot this year and to try trade and trade every yeah. single one of them just so that he could, like, build his own team without having to worry about where he could draft them. Or that's giving way too much credit to Jason. <laughs> and he just... Just didn't perform on game day. We don't know. Well, he did buy a lot of stock in the rookie draft as well, so we have to take that in consideration. That's that's true, uh, but still, I mean, if you get, if you're gonna buy stock in the rookie draft, it doesn't mean you have to like, I don't know, go buy stock in a retirement home. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the exact analogy is, but just because you get a bunch of rookie slots doesn't mean you have to have a shitty vet draft. <laughs> Uh, so how about you? Who do you uh, think had the weakest veteran draft? I think I don't think Jason's is as bad as we just painted it. It was just way <laughs> funnier to paint it that way. Though I though I do think it is very much in contention for the weakest veteran draft. But I think the answer is shockingly clear. And he's gonna. This is another. This is just a bad section because there's gonna be so bad. <laughs> um, I think the answer is shockingly clear. I think it's Chris Matre. The Madden stats did not pan out this year. <laughs> I think Chris Matre's running backs are hot garbage. They're so bad. I mean, you're talking about Tevin Coleman, a backup. Ty Montgomery, a backup in a three-way like way timeshare. Gio Bernard, the just outspoken backup in, a, in Cincinnati, <laughs> which is like shaping up to be a bad offense unless the biggest reach of the draft, John Ross, pans out. <laughs> Uh, and then like it receivers, all right. I'll give them. I'll give them the receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, absolute stud. We all know it. T.Y. Hilton has that wide receiver one. Like he'll probably oh, yeah. be a wide receiver one. Upside. Amari Cooper sure. has the wide receiver one upside. But like T.Y. Hilton, and Amari Cooper also have probably like the largest expectation mm-hmm. max to mid. Like if yeah. Amari Cooper flops for another year, it's, everyone's gonna be like, all right, uh, he's Amari Cooper. Like yeah. he literally has hands that a snake has. Like he's. A, it's ridiculous. Like he literally, you throw him the ball at his face and it just bounces off his helmet. Oh, uh, like Ty Hilton needs luck to be healthy, and he's like getting older. But like he just, he's kind of boomer bust. George Kittle as a tight end, uh, isn't he hurt? I don't know. I thought I mean, both their tight ends were hurt. I, I think he is, but I, I don't know. Maybe he's back. Know. Either way, I mean, I don't really want the tight end on San Francisco. Either way, yeah. Uh, and then Tyrell Williams is like oh, that's a good young player, like that's exciting, but not like not. He's not Mike Williams, so you drafted the wrong Williams. That's that's exactly come on. Right. Uh, and then like Rashard Matthews hurt, he could be he having a tick up. Uh, also the Des Bryant grab. Oh my gosh! I mean, and that was early. That was like tenth round too. Yeah. Like we're still drafting starters, and Chris drafts a guy that's not on a team. He's a starter though. He's a starter for the free agent team. <laughs> the free agent team. He's playing in, uh, what's that prison league, that Adam Sandler movie? Longest Yard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Des Bryant. <laughs> I mean, he's not in I prison. Think he was actually in that movie. Was he? <laughs> I think so. That would be amazing. Oh, man. We're going to have to IMDB that. Des Bryant IMDB. Let's see what we got. Des Bryant. Okay. Please. Okay. It's coming up. It's coming up. Actor. Oh, actor. No. Jump to actor. Uh, Ariana Sexy People. That's not it. That is not He shouldn't have been in that either, though. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm not going to click on it. Or I'm yeah. not going to click on it, but he was in it. Maybe it was in It was definitely... I think it... No. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on who it is. What? We'll pull that up and put it on a, on a blog or something. Okay. Uh, but... <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a big, tall black man that was a wide receiver. That's all I know. Okay. So, a lot of the wide receivers. Yeah, fair enough. Not racist, <laughs> just data. Uh, okay. So... 
Uh, before I incriminate myself horribly with a politically correct culture, uh, <laughs> let's jump on to uh, the the r- rookie draft. Hold on. What did we say we were going to do here? We're just wrapping it. Wrapping what? Wrapping it up. This week, rookie draft. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Jumping right into it. All right. All right. So then that's it for this week. That's the recap of the veteran draft. Uh, some hot personal takes there. Lo- I cannot wait to hear the feedback. Lo- love the way that turned out. <laughs> I mean, that ended up being a roast of like two of the least roastable people. Yeah. And- I mean, not because of the way that they act, because obviously, but I mean, like just in the way they, the way that they react. So that's the best part about it. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be phenomenal. I feel like Chris is gonna be over here tomorrow night ripping cigs, defending oh, yeah. his draft, <laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna toast him. I'm gonna literally put him in my toaster. Uh, so that's it for this week, guys. We got the rookie draft coming up. Super excited to see how that Sunday. pans out. Uh, I'm really excited to see how like all the rookie ADPs are moving with yeah. uh, the preseason games and with the injuries. So that's really fun. Well, I'm obviously not like cheering for the injuries, but it, it's interesting to see. Uh, if you guys have any questions or counter roasts or would like to defend yourselves, <laughs> please send it in through the mailbag. Either record yourself or just send it in through text. Uh, so thanks so much again for listening. I still can't believe that people are listening to this and enjoy this. So I'm five weeks in. I know. I I mean that's basically a lifetime in the media world. It is. And so uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Had a blast last uh, weekend with you guys during the draft. Psyched for the online version of the rookie draft so we could finally have all of our teams in place. And the NFL season starts in like less than three weeks. Yeah. Actually, it's like oh, it's closer to two weeks. Yeah. So I'm freaking out. Uh, I think I think this is unofficial yet, and Lewis doesn't know it. But I think we're gonna do like a big week one party at Lewis's. I'm gonna break Ooh. out the fryer. We're gonna make some some boneless wings. I love the sound of all of this. It's gonna be ridiculous. I'm gonna play spike ball until I break in half. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be amazing. So be on the lookout for that on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. See uh, you guys at uh, 2 o'clock on Sunday at Britain's house. Oh, yeah. He said he's going to make more chi- I'm just kidding. Don't go to Britain's house. <laughs> He'll kill me. Okay. <laughs> Don't go to Britain's house, except if you do, there's probably nuggets. Yep, that's true. All right, see you guys next week. See you.